No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Everybody needs relief. Relief is, yes. a, is a thing. What kind of relief? Sweet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sounds like the best kind. It does, it does, man. So No Simple Road and Osiris Media are partnering with Sweet Relief. They are providing immediate assistance to anyone in the music industry who's been financially impacted by COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 re- and relieving. Yeah. And a relief. They've, yeah. they've received thousands of applications for assistance. Applicants include artists, crew, venue workers, agents, managers, photographers. They do stuff like um, they pay for vital living expenses like medical bills or the health insurance or these people's prescriptions, their utility and telephone bills, groceries, stuff to get their cars fixed, uh, clothing. And they are accepting applications and they are also accepting donations if you guys want to help out our musical brothers and sisters out there that need help you can go to sweetrelief.org that's s-w-e-e-t-r-e-l-i-e-f.org and give them some money or if you're in the business and you need a hand reach out your hand if your cup be empty sweet relief no simple road is part of osiris media and osiris media is making moves in the music industry and one of those moves is a new podcast by our brother and musical genius Eric Krasno. It is called Eric Krasno Plus One, and the third episode <clears throat> is actually out right now with Marcus King. And it's sorry, you guys, <clears throat> sorry about that. It's one of the last in-person interviews Eric was able to do before the the lockdown. Um, he sat down with his friend, guitarist, singer, and songwriter Marcus King. And Marcus tells him about his earliest music memories, performing with his dad at age 13, and the deep musicianship that runs through his family. They talk about life on the road, what life is like off the road, however temporary. And he tells a story about a time he had to perform in front of Eric Clapton. So (laughs) I I can't imagine that would be like 
That make you that make you a little tad nervous. Why does stuff like that make us nervous? I don't. It makes my ears hot even thinking <laughs> about it. So go check you that don't one want out. Want it to? You uh, know, no. you want to like thrive and shine, but I'm you can't help best. but feeling like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> go check it out, you guys. It is on all the podcast podcast, podcast. platforms. Wow, that's a tongue twister. And at uh, OsirisPod.com. So go check it out. Eric Krasno plus one. Osiris Media. Times are tough right now, but Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. Business on top, PJ's on bottom, Harry's has your grooming needs covered with high quality blades as low as $2 each, delivered straight to your doorstep. I even shaved my balls with it. It's awesome. Get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com forward slash NSR. It's only three bucks, man. Harry's is a return to the essential quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 a blade. They cut out the middleman, manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule, not theirs, with (laughs) or without a subscription. In this particularly challenging time, feel a little better about your purchase. 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. And to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners of No Simple Road can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com forward slash NSR. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five razor blade with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade to cover your razor and keep it dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com forward slash NSR to start shaving better today. It's hard to not do that once I've done it. This episode of No Simple Road is brought to you by Shop Shop Tour Bus. Shop Tour Bus. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and pick yourself up my favorite design that they got going on right now. They've just brought back the Steal Your Tapes and they did them in red, white, and blue and they look dope as fuck. You guys got to go check it out. Go go to Instagram. It's a couple posts down. Um, And also, they are reprinting the Sleep in the Stars, the bird song one. It's one of my other favorite ones that they've done it's dope it's that time of year it's a lounging it looks very it, it's that time lounging. of year it's, it's that time ha- of life like right hammock now. laying kicking back uh, yeah so uh you guys go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram pick yourself up some grateful dead merch for your quarantine life they're going to send it to you in a <laughs> hand designed box you're going to get yourself a new bootleg in that box that you can listen to to keep yourself busy so you're not losing your mind like i am and it's going to come to your house for with free shipping when you put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out. So go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more, more than, than you, you bargain for. for. And you know what, you guys, if you live in Portland, you should go buy Define Premium Cannabis. They are essential. Apple, you're an essential human Yeah, being. we have been deemed yep. essential. And if you come out and visit us in Hillsboro or Forest Grove, we will take care of you. It's very busy times, stressful times. We have been busy as ever. And do not worry, we will stay stocked. I am stocking daily. 
So you, come on in. You're wearing stockings? I, yeah, well, well so I, <laughs> if you come into Hillsborough, I'll float out of the back room in no. stockings. Actually, and, oh, yeah. I, actually, you know what? If you if you go to Hillsborough Monday through Friday, that's where Apple works. He rolls out of the back in a ball like a, like one Popple? of those. No, like one of those <laughs> pill bugs that, that you see out oh, in the garden. Badass. And he comes when he pops open. Everything that's inside it, like where his chest and, and stomach would be, is just buds, and that's what you can pick from. And I'm wearing buds. stockings. And oh. he's wearing stockings. So yeah, you can so. go by you can go by Hillsboro or Forest Grove. Apple will tend your bud out there in Hillsboro. Come in, mention you listen to No Simple Road, and we will give you a ten percent discount on your purchase, and you will get a free T shirt. Yeah, we're gonna clothe you, we're gonna get you stone, and we're gonna send you on your way feeling good and being happy. So take care of your head, check out Define Premium Canvas. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. wrong with birthday month in quarantine I, I don't know it's just kind of weird i mean well we don't know i mean yeah we don't know I, i'm gonna have a positive well you know what you know what you're gonna rock you know what yeah that doesn't matter because that's all that that birthday month thing is all about like amongst family and stuff it's uh, a house yeah. thing well, so it's still gonna be hey now no simple road family welcome to the welcome middle of our back. conversation again uh we're talking about apple's birthday it's on the 26th this month 
uh, or well, of in, May. In May. Yeah, 26. I have a really hard time with March and May. They are the same month in my head. There's like February and then April. Yeah. Well, just remember, did February, March? No, but April, May. Oh, wow. <laughs> How you doing, though? <laughs> Save me from this conversation. I'm too confused. <laughs> <laughs> Dazed and confused. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Welcome, guys. Welcome to uh, No Simple Road this week, where we have Tara Lee Weathers, um, being super cute and tea bag, oh, tea bag. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> rocking it and rocking her life on Instagram, um, and all over the place. Tara Lee Weathers from the Middle Ages yeah. and from Rockin' Life and from Instagram at Rockin' Life. Um, this is one amazing sister right here. Mm-hmm. We had a blast talking to her and hearing her perspective on everything. Uh, how she got turned on to the fish scene, met her husband. Um, this is another one of those uh, instances where the music has completely altered somebody's life's trajectory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it just like um, me and, and you and all and of you yes, and, all and of and us. Probably and you probably out there with your finger in your nose. You too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can relate. Uh, it, it's a a peculiar thing to the little scene that we're all a part of. That's yeah. going and she on. is super fun. Well, you're going to hear that in this. She is super fun and energetic. Like yeah. it, it's her Instagram, everything. And what was, what the F is happening is another, the new one that she's doing. She's, she's doing a lot. She's, <laughs> she's very, doing a lot. She's very, b- very busy. Yeah. She has a book even. So I, you know, man, I, it's funny. I know we've talked about it ad nauseum <clears throat> on the show, but this show is about life and this is the life we're living right now. And it's hard to feel creative during this time. It's really difficult. And that was one of the things that I appreciated talking to her is her outlook on how to stay connected with the music through not being able to go to shows and also how to keep yourself feeling creative it means a lot yeah and, and those things are super important right now man I, I i read something on instagram the other day that was talking about how your brain chemistry works and like um how your amygdala takes over when you're in situations like we're in right now and it starts shutting down certain functions of your brain like your creativity center and um other parts that we think are essential normally when things are normal but because there is a perceived threat out there your brain is in like it's fight or flight shuts those down and and so that's a way to yeah trick your brain into not being creative (laughs) yeah well (laughs) getting out of that too you know she gives you some examples on how to Get yourself out of your funk if you're in a funk. I I know that everybody in this house has been feeling it. Yeah, and that's important, like you said, like right now, because we usually we get a lot of our energy, a whole lot of energy and creativity from gathering, whether it's a picnic, the park, a festival, a show in a little bar. Like yeah. just that, like the socially socializing thing, when it's removed, you, you, you do get a little weird. We need each other. This proves to me that we need, we need each other. 
Well, well, there's nothing to expect, too. Like, you know, yes, on the 17th, we're going to go to the concert. And you're thinking about it, and it's the second, and you're excited, and it's a couple weekends away. And then it's exciting. You get to see your friends, and you're going to buy some merch, and you're going to have a kick-ass show. But then, so there's nothing to expect. There's nothing to go to. And then you're not experiencing that magic that hap- that's the reason why you go in the first place. Hey, but but w- what? There, I guess there is no but. Yeah. I guess that, that I guess that was like a period. Yeah, <laughs> but you got to create your own. Now. You got to create, create your, your own. own. You got to make your own. Like today, if you guys don't follow at Ash Tones from oh from, so <laughs> from awesome. Paracosmic on Instagram, he did the coolest fucking jamming puppet show ever. <laughs> it's it's Muppets <laughs> rocking a jam, and it, it was it's my favorite thing I've seen. It made me. I was so happy when I saw it. Like I it made watch, my day for that. real. It made me like, oh, there's there's people out there that are f- fucking figuring it out, man. And I appreciate that. And I appreciated that, Ash. So if you hear this, man, thank you for that. I I commented on the post and it meant a lot. And I know like that's one weird thing about Instagram is like you can put a, a comment on somebody's post and mean what you say to the bottom of your heart but it comes across as just like hey man thanks a lot for that thing like peace out later peace out mushroom yeah 100 <laughs> percent emoji fire googly eye guy um but no it, it really did it it's it like it's the best thing i've seen all week and it made me smile okay, I, I think I, everybody needs to go watch check it. it out it was really cute it was adorable and it made it did inspire me to finish mcbitty's body Mel's got. Oh, a really? Yeah. yeah, got on Big Biddy. Yeah, yeah. Biddy's been marinating for a little while. He's been marinating. His eyes are good now, and Mel's talking yeah. about she created a puppet. It's a. It looks like an abominable snowman, like a Muppet version of the abominable snowman. Yeah. And his name is McBiddy, and he's only been a head for a long time. So maybe McBiddy will be born in quarantine, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I think McBiddy will be her too. Like it's both. Like it's fluid, not fluid. Like there's just <laughs> McBiddy's gender fluid. You just call it whatever you know. It, the baby, him, her, like all of and it. And he's a head, man. <laughs> McBiddy's just a head. Yeah, he's in right now he is. Oh, he's a head. He's, he's a head of the game. <laughs> so yeah, I you know. I've been doing the bedtime stories every weeknight at 8 o'clock. Apple's been doing Apple's reviews. Mel has been doing uh, Mel's little yoga minutes on Tuesdays. Meditations with Mel on Tuesdays. So, yeah, you guys can check in for that stuff. And I need your help, you guys. I I didn't do it this Tuesday because I was just you didn't feel like it. I was yeah, yeah I let us Yeah, I just had a lot going on and I wouldn't feel meditationy, so I didn't want to give. Isn't you that guys exactly when you're supposed to yeah. feel meditationy when you have a lot going on? Well, I mean, you know, it's the reality of humans. Like you know what you you should take your medicine, but you didn't take it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm sick and I should have took it, but now I'm sick. I, yep, you're right. I should have taken it. But mm. I didn't. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would. I was gonna, go ahead. Hold on. I was just going to say too, since we're talking about our little bit thing, like I told you tonight, I'm not the the, the most the best at social media stuff, but Aaron's going to show me how to save them. What I'm going to do is sometimes maybe follow Aaron. Sometimes later at night on my couch. Plus one thing is I was thinking like we've said it before. I don't. I'm, I'll do like some 
cannabis reviews too and stuff. And I think sometimes when I'm going to do that, I'll do it a little later, not right after story time when you're hanging out with your kids, possibly. Yeah, that's my, a good idea. So my movie reviews and stuff may be a little later because that's usually when I'm more in the zone, when I'm down in my room chilling. <laughs> when you're like, more stoned. Yeah, like, or yes, yeah, okay, yeah, not like around 9, 9.30 or so. So I'll be posting stuff here and there, not on really a set schedule, but yeah. you get, you'll see some weird stuff in the middle Can't of the night. Apple down to a schedule, man. He, it's hard. It's hard. Free. Well, like, isn't it's it hard, hard for it's me It's hard too. to put meditation, like, like you're going to meditate at... Oh, it's eight. Time to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I, some people are really I, organized and I'm, thrive that way. Yeah. I can't. If I don't make a time for myself, I'll Not make excuses until I don't do it. Okay. I'm I'm the eternal last minute procrastinator. So I have to put a alarm on my phone five minutes before and then I'll do it. If the alarm goes off, then I'll do it. Unless I'm like drunk or yeah. too high or yeah, whatever none of those just things high. ever happen we just were just saying, saying that yeah, yeah. Well, that's those why, things don't happen i'm gonna do it <laughs> that's why i want to do weed review when i'm chilling in my room because that's one thing i realize that's my forte it's what i do i know a lot about weed aaron sometimes just looks at me like really i'll be like yeah this is jack cross with all these crazies like wow dude this weed it's man weed stop yeah. <laughs> i remember when there was two kinds of weed Bad weed and good weed. That was, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, but I get it. There's a whole culture, and mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. It's like wine. Yeah. I and I, I like coffee, and we can equate it with that. Yeah. Everybody's so, got their thing. Yeah. What's your thing? So that's what I was gonna say. I need your guys's help. Um, there is a finite amount of children's books in my house, and uh, I need suggestions um, as to what to read. I got one or two from you guys, but like. I know there's a fair amount of people that listen to this show that have kids. So if you could please help me out, give me some suggestions. I'm, I, I don't want to just read Dr. Seuss every night, you know, help me out, man. So info at no simple Shoot me. It all has to be, is like the name of the book and the author and I'll take care of it from there. You don't even have to send the book. Don't even do that. Just, just give me the idea. That's all I'm asking. So, all right. Everybody having a good week? Apple, you all right? Yeah, doing good, like you say. Yeah, it's it, it just there's been a lot. I mean, it's, it's hard to just go. I don't want to go on about it. Just everything's weird, and it's getting hard to hang. You know, some days it's hard to hang in there. And like I was saying yesterday, the thing that bothers me the most now is we're cut off to just people's eyes. And I mean, you can read a lot through the eyes, but that was only for a few weeks where you saw now people aren't even really using their using their <laughs> sorry using their eyes. They're just kind of a vacant stare, and and I don't know. It's just weird. I'm good though. Learning to deal with it. The new normal. Don't say that. I can't. Yeah. Don't don't. say that. I'm. You know what? I'm sorry that was even said on this show. I I didn't even know about it. Yeah. That's not. I refuse to take part in that whole trip, man. I never (laughs) was part of that trip before, and I'm not going to be part of that trip now. I'm Mm -mm. continuing with my reasonable facsimile of reality that i surf through every day that's a fucking weird flowy mess that i'm in all the time that where the ivy undulates and when i run too hard everything starts whirling and i see stars before my eyes and i feel like i'm tripping just from walking and breathing air 
I'll stick with that kind of because <laughs> you know what? Fuck that new normal. Well, like you said, you said that yesterday. We're not normal, so that's not a I've thing. I've never been to... normal. I, that was like the whole thing that happened when I got turned on to the dead. I was never yeah. normal. I went to this place. I found all these people that weren't normal right along with me. <laughs> now all of a sudden we're going to buy into a new normal. I don't want the new no. normal. I like the old one was bullshit. I didn't order a new one. I'm sending it back. I want my money back. <laughs> Fuck you. Here's your Amazon package. And it's going back to the post office. Well, keep weird. Can fuck off. Keep weird. And that's all I have to say about that. Mel, how was your week? Right on, Eric. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Wow, I'm still processing. <laughs> 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 uh, the jury is still out. I mean, we're all in the same boat. Like, we all feel slight variations of the other, you know? It's weird. It's kind of fine i hate the fact that it's becoming normal to see people with masks on i don't like that like i'm having a really hard time breathing at work now i noticed that a lot this past week and that kind of weirded me out i'm like that's not good for you like, no not being able to breathe is a bad being thing smothered. having restricted oxygen is not mm. good for you you know what uh, on on a I'm not cutting you off but the no, the fine. masks from jamanon.com Oh those are actually If you're having a hard this is not like a a sales pitch this is a real Well and it's a good plug for a yeah, family for family and um, and this is a real thing those masks you can breathe through really well you don't get a headache when you're wearing them and your face stays cool and if you have a big beard they cover your beard too so they're and they're kind of toxic yeah, it Poop. totally like holds your whole beard in and you don't get weird looks from people like your mask isn't covering your beard. Like it, it's and they're dope looking. Yeah, <laughs> you look at people, with the regular cool. mask be like, Puh. so thanks, Jeremy, for doing that for for the community, brother. And if you guys want to pick one of those up, you can go to jamming dot com and uh, pick up one of those masks from Jeremy. But go ahead, Mel. Sorry. <laughs> Commercial for yeah. Jeremy. Hey, no, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. fair. I, I don't I really don't have too much to to add to this. Okay. I'm, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You're allowed. <laughs> and that I think that's the uh one of the lessons to take away from all of this is like it's okay to feel however you're feeling right now, man. And we got your back. We're here for you. If you need us, all you gotta do is reach out and me, Apple or Mel will answer your email and uh connect with you and make sure that you're doing all right and do our best to cheer you up, man. And, you know, I've seen it ever since two things that have stuck out to me since this whole thing started. One of them is we will get by has made a resurgence since <laughs> 1989. And, um, I appreciate that. That's a, a cool reminder like yeah. when you're feeling low and you hear that, it's like, I hear the whole song in my head and I'm like, you know what? You're right. And, and it makes so sen so much sense right now. Totally. It just fits. And we are in it together. That's the other thing that I've seen all over the place that I really appreciate. Um, I wrote it on our little whiteboard in our kitchen just mm -hmm. for all of us. I was like, just remember, we're all in this together. And it's true, man. This is a family, no simple road family, the oh, jam band family. community, the fish community. It's all one thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the world. The world family. And we're in this thing together, man. And 
we got to keep each other up. And that's, that's the long and the short of it. And this episode today is a perfect fucking example of somebody that's doing their best to keep the community thriving, growing in a positive direction and making people smile and reminding us how to stay connected with who we really are on the inside and the music that we love and the feeling that we get from witnessing it. So we'll cut short the little intro here and get you to the interview in just a second, but follow us on Instagram at nosimpleroad.com. Check out nosimpleroad.com for all the stuff and things. Uh, wait a minute. I'm going to back up. Follow us on Instagram at no simple road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com for all the stuff and things. That's right. You can get um, your merch there and you can find out what's going on. All the back episodes are posted up there. And we got a new review this week, didn't we, Apple? Yeah, on, on the Apple podcast, we got a five-star review what? from Nick Rose Love. Nick Rose Nick Love. Rose Love. Nick Rose Love. My favorite podcast, Heart. These guys Aww. do a great job. I am hooked. Aww. Thank you, Nick. Glad you're hooked, man. Right, right on, man. I, I appreciate it. favorite podcast? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really sweet. I, I hope you listen to like a hundred of them, Nick. What were your favorite out of a hundred? I've only been one person's favorite ever, and that's Mel's. And that's pretty cool, man. I I like being a favorite podcast. I like that. We got um, we just got a letter. We mm. just got a letter. Mm-mm. We Mm-mm. just got a letter. Mm-mm. I wonder and, who and, it's and, from. And, uh, uh, Who's it from, Mary? I don't know. I lost it. Now that you oh. went through all that, no, I'm just kidding. It's from it's from Josh and. Uh, Josh. Let me pull it up. Hang on. There we go. I like Josh. Josh. Josh, Josh is a Josh. nice name. Yeah, it uh, is. Hey, guys. Hey, Josh. I, I started listening to the podcast a while back and have really connected. I listened to the last episode where you talked a little bit about being a former youth pastor and the experience you had. Just wondering where you came out of the rabbit hole spiritually. What was the shift? I feel comfortable asking these questions because you guys make everyone feel at home. If I'm asking some personal stuff that you would rather just let be, that's cool too. Thanks for what you're doing. You're a great staple in our community of heads, and you are appreciated. Be kind, Josh. So, Josh, um, I answered your email, and so check your your inbox for that. And uh, for all of you out there, go listen to the last 140 something episodes of No Simple Road. You'll, <laughs> you'll hear where I came out of the rabbit hole. And, and <laughs> check that yeah. out. Yeah. That's a, and if, if you're wondering, like, what my new religion is, it's called No Simple Road. So it's pretty simple. Um, yeah. Hallelujah. And, uh, amen. amen. And you can go to the Reddit, r forward slash no simple road. And uh, yeah, leave us the five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, man. Yeah. That's super important. And thanks for doing Nick, Nick Rose Love. That was awesome. Super dope. And yeah. check it out, man. We need help. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Please go over there. Sign up. We got a new patron this week. Yay. We have a new $5 patron. $5 patron. I I am just dropping the ball left and right. Okay. I found it. Boom. The email. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. In a world. I don't know if it's Noel or Noel, but thank you for signing up on Patreon. Thank you, Noel. And yeah, man. Let us know. So we. So we get it right. I don't want to get it wrong and then be like, 
a week from now feel like a putz. So, because that happens. But that's during uh, the QL. A $5 patron during the QL is a big deal. That is a huge deal. Thank you so much. That's... Yeah, man. And that is family coming together to keep No Simple Road rolling down the road. And we appreciate it. And it means the world to us. And it helps us continue to do this thing that we love so much. And thanks, man. Oh, you do love it. We will see you guys on the back end of this. And I hope you guys enjoy this as much as we did with Tara Lee. So without further ado, the No Simple Road Crew gives you Tara Lee Weathers from Rockin' Life. Thanks. Starting a thing. I started it. Like like Michael Jackson, you always got to be starting something. Always. Got to be stopped. There it is. That's what I was got looking for. Sorry. <laughs> My Michael Jackson lexicon is is uh, lacking at best. Let's call Tara Lee Weathers. What do you say? Or is it Tara Lee? Tara Lee. Tara Lee. Tara Lee. Weathers. We're calling her. Us. No simple road. Well, don't call her us. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. What's up? Um, I don't know. So many things. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like everything. I know. The world is weird. And here we are. Weird in the weird world. I know. I just, when people ask me how I am, I say, I'm interesting. And Haley says, I'm weird. <laughs> yes. No shit. Perfect. This will be a great conversation. We're on the same, yeah. same page. This is Aaron. Perfect. How you doing? Hi. Uh, I'm th- good. This is strange. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> this is Mel. Welcome to the show, Tara. Is it ta- okay? Let's get this out of the way. Tara Lee, Tara Lay, Tara. What do you go by? Um. So Tara Lee is my whole name, but a lot of people call me Tara. Some people just call me T. My rapper name is T Bag. So any of the things. Hell yeah! All right. I'm not calling you T Bag. I, like I don't know tea you bag. well enough yet. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm the third one here today. This is Apple. Thank you for joining us and giving us some of your time on this beautiful Saturday. Thank you so much for having me. Well, welcome to No Simple Road. Um, so Mel and I were trying to figure out before we called you, uh, how did we get hooked up? Do you know? I think from Sammy from Blooming Footprint. Okay. Sammy. I'm guessing, or Katie Fox. Okay. It, does one of them do the um, social media for Skull and, Skull and Roses? Yeah. Okay. Then that's who it is. All right. Cool. Yeah. I Mel was like, how did we get this interview? I'm like, I. it's been a while and I'm not sure. And hmm. So, but well, yeah, then, so they're helping me with my PR and marketing. So I'm guessing I, I'm pretty sure they're the ones that started the conversation. Right on. Right on. Yeah. I, so we've been we've been creeping on your on your stuff man you, you look like you're having a lot of fun <laughs> i am <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's going on with you right now like you had a bunch of retreats and stuff planned and now what's happening yeah so actually um the one with Haley jane that's going to be it was going to be the weekend of may 1st we're going we haven't announced it yet so we're going to do a virtual version of it and this is that wild and- woman retreat 
you were doing? Yeah. So we were we were going to do the Wild Woman one was going to be that weekend, um, and then in the fall we were going to do a Creatures one that's open to all humans. And so we decided to make this virtual one open to all humans. So it's a Creatures retreat. Oh, cool. So tell us about it. Like, what's the concept behind Creature Retreat, aside from everyone involved? Yeah, it's just people that want to unleash their wild and be their wacky, weird selves and be accepted and loved because that's who they are. And so that's kind of the premise of the whole thing. And it's interesting to do it virtually, but I've been leading virtual um, calls and courses and classes for years and years and years. So I'm already really well versed in it. Um, so our opening circle is going to be virtual. And then Haley's going to play a show for us um, that night. And then the both of us are going to read a bedtime story to everyone. And they're going to have time to change into their jammies. And we'll be in a Zoom room and we can all see each other. Um, and then in the morning, I'm teaching yoga and leading some sharing circles, and Haley's going to teach some dance choreography. And so we're going to be doing almost all the things we do on a regular retreat. So how did you and Haley get hooked up? Because we're, I mean, we found out about you, so we didn't, like, you know, we haven't gone to any retreats or anything like that. So, like, if we didn't know you, how did you and how did you get started, and how did you hook up with Haley for these yeah, um, Eric Bold from Pink Talking Fish actually like connected us, um, and then from that connection, we just were like, "Yeah, we like love each other <laughs> to, <laughs> to do things." And she actually lives with us now, so <laughs> oh, right on. Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, it started from there, and then it just like blossomed. And I was like, "Hey, you want to do a retreat thing with me?" And she's like, "Yeah," wow. and then she keeps on doing them. The same thing with Ryan. I was like, I do songwriter retreats with Ryan Mablu. And so we've started doing just regular rocking life retreats um, where people just, actually the first one was in Vermont and then we did two in Costa Rica. And then, then we started doing songwriters retreats and he felt more called to do that kind of thing because he's really teaching something that's in his expertise and it's been really amazing. Wow. So yeah. our relationship has blossomed in that way too. You know, Tara, it, there's so much going on right now and, and things are so weird. And one of the things I read that you had said is like part of you, and I'm going to butcher and paraphrase. So if I get this bad, don't, don't be angry. But like one of the things that is your mission is to bring that feeling of being at a show to every day. And, uh, I love that. Like that feeling of being at a show and, the things that we experience there are part of the reason that no simple road is even a thing. And aside from having kids and getting married, it's been one of the most important parts of my life. And so having that experience brought out of a venue and into everyday life is, is a huge thing. What made you decide that you were the person to do that and and how did that like how did that start yeah well it started because I wasn't doing that myself at first and I was I felt like I was two different people living two different lives I had my like festival self person and then my like adult person and my adult person was depressed and sad and just like I didn't feel authentic there, but when I was at a show, I totally felt like authentic and expressed and bliss. And I was like present and I felt connected to something bigger than myself and the community of it and all of that. And so one day I was just like, wait, 
if I'm this way when I am at a show and at a festival, then I'm this way all the time. And how can I, how can I do that more? So I came up with a little like system of kind of injecting the live music magic into my everyday. And then it worked and slowly my life transformed into what it is now. And I was like, I want to teach everybody how to do this. So that's kind of how it happened. Wow. So how long did that take you to figure out or incorporate? Um, let's see. Well, I went to my first show in 1995, Whoa. but I was a disaster probably until 2006. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a good that's long time. Join, yeah. the, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was just like, this isn't working. I kind of had to hit like a rock bottom. I was in an abusive relationship. I had a job I hated my like parents were mad at me like it was like all the things mm-hmm. and I just was like I have to make a change and it didn't happen overnight it took me a long time and I messed up a lot but and, and I still mess up but eventually I was able to like put everything into practice for the most part and it really changed everything and where did you like um did you like go to school was it stuff that you were learning through trial and error like what what put you into that mode of like implementing what like implementing it from where yeah um well so i went to the institute for integrative nutrition in 2006 but no 2005 and that school really taught me that you can manifest things in your life and you can't you're like in charge of your life and it's not just something that happens to you and i didn't realize that before um so that kind of it was more than just a nutrition school i mean they, their whole premise is that Food is your secondary form of nutrition and your main form of nutrition is your friends and spirituality and um, to me music and all of that. Like those are the most important parts. Mm. And then food is secondary. So from that education, that really sparked everything for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's intense. Like <clears throat> going back through all of that, I mean, we all have our own trip, the way that we have come to where we are now. We all have our journey that we have traveled on. And a lot of us don't make it out. There's a lot of casualties in our scene. And for those of us that have navigated through to a point where we're healthy and able to share our experience, it's super important that we do that and let other people know that, Hey man, I went through the same shit and I, you know, I made it through and I made it out the other side. And that's rad that you're doing that. That's like really, really cool. Thank you. I feel like I have to, because if, if one person finds what I do and it like saves them in some, in some way or shifts their life or they get out of a bad relationship or they quit the job that was like killing them or whatever it is, then that's worth it to me. Yeah, totally. And that's, I'm sorry. I'm just <clears throat> backing up a second. Now that's just going through my mind about that. I love that. Now, every time I listen to music now, it's going to be different because of like that's nourishment. Be like, oh, you know what? Yep. I need a, I need a nice main dish of uh, Grateful Dead with the side of fish. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I have those is. exact words on my website. Do you <laughs> really? Yes. Okay, that's and, awesome. And string cheese in there. You know, you need to have your string cheese, and sometimes you got to have your meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love that. That's that, that. So Tara, do you remember your favorite or first show or maybe they're the same, but like what actually got you like sprung and, and hooked on, was it the 95 fish show? Was it before that? Yeah, it was definitely the 95 fish show. I was, <laughs> so I went to the university of South Carolina first. I ended up graduating from Arizona state, but that's where I went first. And, um, all the guys that I thought were like the most attractive were in Sigma Chi and it was the hippie frat. And actually widespread panic used to play their frat parties. Oh, shit. And, those guys are like all so into fish. So I had a dance competition in North Carolina one day and I saw that fish was playing the night before the competition. I was like, I'm just going to go. And I went by myself and I walked into the parking lot and saw all these people in like patchwork outfits and playing khaki sack and selling grilled cheeses. And when I went to the show, they were like jumping on trampolines and Fishman was playing the vacuum. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? And I want to be a part of it. And my people, I found them. Oh my God. <laughs> so did you and find so somebody that night? Any, like any, like hang, like, you know, people that you still keep in contact with from that night? No, I actually was like pretty much like stayed to myself. I was just kind of observing everything and was like, what is happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, so I didn't make any like connections there, but, and then I, I didn't go to a lot of shows after that. And then I went to big Cypress and then from then on, I was like in, when I graduated college, I was like, I'm not getting a job yet. I'm going on fish tour. And my dad helped me get all the tickets. He went to Costco with me and bought me all these blow pops that I could sell on tour. And I learned (laughs) so much that summer about life and everything. Wow. Well done, pops. Yeah. That's a, that's what, awesome. what did dad have any stake oh. in it? Was he like a deadhead or was it like, how and why did dad, not yeah. like, I mean, of course dad should always support their daughter, but like, that's pretty out there. Yeah. They, I mean, my parents were both hippies. My dad went to Woodstock. My mom was supposed to and got stood up and was like waiting for her ride that never came. Um, and, but they, they liked the Grateful Dead. They were kind of into it. And they, they like, love music. They go to tons of concerts and things now. But I think he just got it. That's mm, yeah. that's so rad to have a dad. Like, I went to my first Dead show in 89, got sprung, came back to Vegas and, like, told everybody I was leaving to go on tour. And everybody thought I had lost my shit. My parents were like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're you're selling all your stuff and buying a school bus. You're going to live with a bunch of dirty people on the road. What are you talking about? And yeah, But you know what? It was probably one of the best times of my life. And I wouldn't trade that shit for anything. I just, in hindsight, man, I wish my parents would have been like that. And been like, you know what? We're going to buy you a grill and a case of, cheese and you can go make grilled cheeses in the lot it would have made things a lot a whole lot easier man yeah i mean i'm not convinced if i was like no this is my life forever that they would have been okay with it but for that summer they were like yeah. yes we fully support that yeah I, I didn't i didn't have the the forethought or the i don't know i wasn't self-aware enough i guess to even think past i'm just leaving i didn't know how long that trip was going to be it was I'm just going. We'll figure out where it ends when it ends. But yeah, and, and, here hey, and I feel like we're all still kind of on it, aren't mm, we? <laughs> totally. Yeah. 30 whatever years later, here I am talking to you and it's yeah. still going. But <clears throat> so I want to get your opinion on something like with everything that's going on right now, there's no live music. Right. And it's hard. Like I was looking back in my at, at my pictures in my phone this morning having coffee and like 
the past four years has been show after show. Like every picture is either video of some band that we saw us at some festival at a concert, like, and then it just, it all fucking stopped. Like, and all these plans are up in the air and it's hard to deal with. Are you, are you struggling at all with that? Yeah. So it's like super devastating and I kind of am grieving it every day. Um, at the same time right now, I'm kind of feeling not like a relief because I like I miss it so much. But then at the same time, it's like I live in Burlington and there's like five to 10 awesome shows every night and I want to go to everything. So it almost feels nice in this moment to not have any FOMO over anything or even I, I believe in the joy of missing out. So I don't even have to make that choice um, of doing that. I just get to kind of be home and watch the streams that I want to watch. But it's also kind of so cold here and I know that that will feel different in the summer. So I'm already grieving of what may or may not happen um, at that time and feeling really devastated and doing all that I can to keep that like live music magic alive in myself because I don't know when I'm going to get my like recharge of it. So Tara, what does that look like? What does it look like for you? Like, especially right now, like in the trying times. So maybe like three months ago, this might've looked different, but like, Now, when you really need that magic, how are you bringing it into your life? What are you doing? What kind of things can you uh, talk about that you do that help bring that magic and make you feel it again? Yeah. So the the thing that I did when I first wanted to bring the live music magic into my everyday was I had to like figure out what are those feelings that I'm feeling when I go to a show? Why am I spending all of my time and my money and like everything on going to these shows? I could be doing that with anything, but I'm choosing to do that with music. So why, like, what am I getting out of it? And how, how, why, how do I feel when I'm there? And so when I'm at shows, I feel super bliss. I feel connected. I feel expressed and I feel present. Mm -hmm. So I consciously choose to like figure out how I could feel those feelings in my everyday activity. So if I'm in the shower, like, can I put on my, favorite show that I was listening to and dance and get down in the shower and feel a little bit of like bliss when I'm in there um for connection can I watch a live stream and read the comments and like comment with people or I've been actually creating a lot of events um virtually um through zoom to connect with a lot of people and that's been really really helpful and really important because that connection is so important um with expression I'm still like right now I'm wearing my how many people are you hoodie with a sequined robe over it <laughs> um, <laughs> and a hat with a flower on it. So I've been dressing to express myself every day, even though I'm just home all the time and writing in my journal to express myself and creating my husband and I are in a rap duo and we've been like expressing ourselves by writing new songs for um, our rap group, the middle ages. Um, I redecorated my whole office and my bedroom with all things that I already had. Like all my old jewelry and scarves are now like art pieces on the walls. Um, so that's how I feel expressed present. I'm meditating more, um, doing yoga, putting my hands on my heart and breathing, um, putting on a song and just dancing and being present in that moment. Like when Trey hits a note and you're just like time stands still, I've been like channeling that and doing that. Um, so it's all the things I've been doing, but I'm like setting it into like high gear now because it's so important. Yeah. And it, you know, it's funny you going back to something that you said is like, 
when you when you started all of this, you felt like you were two people and there was your festival self and then your at work adult self. And I relate to that a lot. I've dealt with that because, you know, I, I still am working a day job in the corporate world and go and do all this stuff. And then you got to fucking like, okay, dust myself off. Shit. Do I look high? All right. I'm going into the office and uh, I got to get it together. And, you know, like it's tough to reconcile those two people and then be able to balance being that person that's at the festival and that person that can hold down the nine to five. It's that's a, that's a trick. That's a, that's something that we don't just get for free. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so, like, as somebody that's, like, going to the office and maybe has to wear a suit or, like, whatever it is, like, how can you, whatever your feelings are while you go to shows, how can you incorporate it on your, like, daily life? So maybe it's on your commute. You're, like, listening to a show or maybe you're, like, connecting with someone and having a conversation with them about like the last best show you went to or something like that. So you're wearing tie dyed boxers under your suit or something like that to feel expressed. So you have like, you know, like glitter, like under your, your suit jacket or whatever. Um, So you're like like pulling it into everything. Yeah. 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 And so no matter what your situation is, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a janitor or like whatever it is that you're doing, like how can you infuse those feelings into the activities that you're doing? Yeah, like uh, some examples of that would be like wearing my lanyard at work that's the fish donuts or putting up um, the steely in my cubicle or the Grateful Dead calendar or just having reminders around you. They remind you of who you who you are. But I'm all, thinking you know. even a step further because so you'd wear those things, but you got to like own it, feel the feelings. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she was just saying, like okay, it's cool to look at it, but what is it making me feel like? What is it pulling out of me? That's where it. That's where the magic I feel like is being created in in the um, expressing the feelings that these things bring. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What were you gonna say, Apple? I don't. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, when you were just talking about, it just made me think of last year when we we all went and saw uh, fish dicks. And remember that one night we realized we were talking because how you talk to everybody, get to know everybody around. We were surrounded by teachers. Remember that? Oh yeah. That yeah. Melanie yes. was like, and she said it earlier. She was like, she was like, I feel like there's a, these are all teachers. And then we got to know them throughout the night. And there was like a couple professors, like college professors, so a couple high that. school teachers, <laughs> a, a girl, a lady that teaches kindergarten. And then the one lady that had the shirt, it was her 150th mm-hmm. show or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, but it, it was just interesting that there's a lot of, and then we've been to several fish shows. You meet interesting people. We met like a couple of engineers when we were at the gorge and just, I mean, it just goes to show you how many, you know, how many people 
And it seems like a lot of very smart people are into the music that we're into. <laughs> like educated, you know, it's not dummy music. It's and really, I didn't have a question. That was just uh, uh, reminded me. Yeah, commentary. Apple's commentary. <laughs> well, that that's all true. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it it's it goes to show too that like it doesn't really matter who we are. We come from all walks of life, and I think the common thread through all of it is that feeling that energy that you're talking about and it is it's a difficult thing like i said to to learn to bring that into every day i think that's i don't know like maybe since we started doing no simple road is when i really started noticing that there was those two different people and trying to reconcile them with each other and they got to be friends yeah they need to be homies. For real. Yeah. Yeah. And bringing, bringing it together and making one whole person out so of it. So I have a, a, yeah, yeah, a total side question, but like you said that you're married and you're, you guys have a rap group. Like, did you find love after you already found fish or was this a relationship that you had and you guys kind of like just happen to like the same music? Like, how did that happen? Cause I know for Aaron and I, he was a total deadhead into all of that. And we had music in common, but it wasn't that. It wasn't like the music of his heart. It was other kind of music. So did you have that relationship with your uh, your husband? Yeah, so um, I knew him before we were together because we were both on the Gathering and the Vibes web board because this was before there was Facebook and all the things. <laughs> so that's the way that all of us that went to Gathering and the Vibes would communicate with each other when we weren't at the festival. And he was kind of the hottie of the board, so like everybody knew who he was. <laughs> and then, um, and then years later, like we actually when we met, I had a boyfriend at the time, and I didn't even like I had boyfriend blinders on, and he thought I was thirty, and no, I was like twenty eight or something, but he thought I was like not even twenty one yet. Oh, um, so we just we like noticed each other, but it wasn't really anything. And then years later, um, I was single, and then for not that many days <laughs> and then we started talking to each other and I moved up to Vermont and into his house 30 days later. And that was like 13 or 14 years, 13 years ago, Wow. Yeah. 13 years ago. So he loved music. He loved fish. Like we were at a lot of the shows and festivals at the same time and didn't even know it. That's a trip. That's cool. So you share memories, but not at the same time. <laughs> like yeah, experience. That's yeah. Experience it. I know. I looked at like the background of all of the pictures to see if I could find myself, but I couldn't. (laughs) So, (laughs) so let me ask you something kind of heavy, um, Uh based on, based on everything that we're dealing with right now. Like there's a lot of perspectives on, on what's happening. And Mel and I were talking, um, last night with some friends and, you know, it, in my perspective, like when we go to a show and we all gather together, there's we're elevating our consciousness as a group. There's a group mind that forms in that moment. And that thing has power and strength and can has the potential to heal and make things better, make people better. And and all of that, we we talk about it all the time and it's happening when we're gathering in the group. And now 
what's going on is that's stopped and all of our gathering is, is happening through a screen. So there's an intermediary between the experience that we're having. Like, let's say we're all watching a stream together. We're in a Zoom party or um, we're commenting on a stream at the same time. That energy is still happening. There's still that connection between the music and the person, but it's mediated through a screen. Do you, you get what I'm saying? It, there's, there's something coming in between. Do you feel, yeah. do you feel like that, um, that energy still has the potential to go out and do what it's supposed to do? Or do you feel like maybe because that screen is there, it is a hindrance? I mean, it's definitely not the same as being with people. And that is like a barrier that's between us. Mm -hmm. Um, But also at the same time, I do think it's possible to, I mean, maybe we're not experiencing the hundred percent magic that we feel when we're together, but I think it's possible to experience maybe 80% of it. Hmm. And for now, like I'll take it, I'll take anything that I can get. And so I wish that it was a hundred, but I think that that'd be really hard. Although um, my friend Leah, who we're doing a podcast together, she um, has her PhD on how live music is medicine and she said that even just listening to music like on your ipad or whatever just listening to music actually releases a lot of the same hormones in your brain as when you're going to a show it's not as many but it still is releasing it so being together and listening to music and going to things where people are dancing together and talking together um who all love music it's important and it is helping yeah. But like I said, I don't think it's a hundred percent. Right. That's, that's how I feel about that. I'd say about, about 70, 80%. Cause to me, it's the same thing. And one of the main things missing is that we all know and will always be locked in our brains is the, the sense of smell <laughs> being at a show, yeah. being at shows, <laughs> yeah. there's that dankness and there's that overwhelming when everybody's lighting up a joint where you're all, sometimes it's so heavy with pot smoke. You're like, Yo. just all the thing you have part of the senses removed from it. So you can't get that. It can, it can spark that and give you that, you know, that happiness and everything, but it's missing some very important elements. See, and I think for me that the thing that even more than the sense of like smell is those moments of eye contact with somebody else. Like the elect- the, when you're the, the when, tangible electricity that like, you feel yeah. at a show, the goosebumps and the well, that, that kind of happens. But like Tara said, like when Trey hits that note and you glance over at somebody you'd never have met before and you look at each other, and make eye contact, like, fuck yeah. That <laughs> moment of like, and yeah. you could feel that energy between you. That's, that's the thing that like my heart hurts. Cause it's not happening. And like, I don't know if other people feel like this, but like that is my release. I don't, I don't party a lot like on the regular that going to shows is my, um, steam vent. And so now it's like, okay, now what do I do with my hands? Like what do I do with myself? I don't, I'm going to yeah. yeah, Tara, what, what does Aaron do with himself now? <laughs> I would love for you to um, throw, <laughs> throw yeah. in a, a, yeah. you know, a, a, a suggestion here. <laughs> Someone yeah, comes I mean, to you and says, this is my only outlet, Tara. What do I do? It's all gone. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's going to come back. We don't know what it is. And so for now, doing all the things you can do 
to feel that 80%, that's possible. That's really good. I'm going to take your advice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna wear my Wookiee onesie and I'm going to read story times at night to everybody and I'm going to dance. It's like in the finding driveway. your sense of wonder again, babe, you know, and, and not only I like what you said, Tara, it's like, even though you're not really going anywhere, you're still wearing like cute little outfit or some fun hat or a scarf or that's the whimsy that you need to have that lightheartedness to feel better. Like you have to, in order for you to feel better, you have to prompt it. You have to start it. You have to tell somebody, I feel like crap or lay down with a blanket or you have to start yourself feeling better. And those are really good ways. The dancing in the shower, the um, live streams, the outfits, like those are super cute ways that is outside of yourself to kind of start revving you up inside for that change on the inside. Yeah. And it's a conscious effort. Like it might not come naturally. It might have to be like new habits that you create to be able to do it. Because at first it wasn't, it didn't come natural. I had to like, I am doing this. Like I am going to some music and I am going to dance in the shower and it's going to be great. And then eventually every time I go in the shower, I just turn on music and I'm like, yes, I get to like go in the shower. It's like my time when I get to listen to a great show and it's exciting. And it's almost like, yeah, I'm going to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a shower. <laughs> yeah, but then I got to take a shower. Um, oh, <laughs> and I think that I think where I did feel that connection with everyone, I mean, I know I wasn't with them physically, but when Fifth released Sigma Oasis oh my God. and we were all like, I was at our um, farmhouse and I was, my husband made a bonfire and we were listening to it and I was sitting on the stairs of the barn and I was like, I could just picture everybody all over the world mm-hmm. listening. And we weren't on a screen because we were all listening. So I think that's why that was different. Um, and I could, I, I honestly felt super connected to everybody. And that's the only time I really felt it like that strong during this whole time. I, I'm going to agree with I, you. I think we Me all would. Even, each other like, even yep. more than couched, you're like, what? like you said, there was the, there was no stream or anything. It was just they released feel something monumental and everybody was, was tuned in. It was like medicine. Yeah. Yeah. It still is. Every night Every night this week, one of my favorites is steam. It just, especially after day at work, come home, put on steam and just hear that. And then, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and see, that's why that that created such a moment for us because now, like, just when you go to a show and you, like, heard an amazing song at that show, you come back and you listen to it, like, a hundred times. And we're doing that with the album the same way where we're like, oh, because you remember how you felt when you heard that song. And so you're listening to it now on your, like, in your, when you're at home on your couch or whatever, and you're still feeling that feeling that you felt that night. Well, too, like, remember albums when you got an album and you didn't really get to go to concerts too much back then. It was about listening to this brand new album from the beginning to the end and being like, holy shit, what did we just listen? Let's turn the album over and hear the other side. Like, we weren't anticipating large concerts or anything like that or eye contact or patchwork freaking dresses. We were just excited about the music and it seems like fish brought us back like to a retro moment where we were just excited about music again yeah 100%. it was really special yeah, yeah. It, the, the those lyrics take off your mask the fear is an illusion I, I i was like wait a minute i've heard this song a million times how did that happen how did they do that 
<laughs> Wait, <laughs> no, they're, they're magicians. Fucking wizards, Yeah, what man. do you think about yeah, the magic so of that, they're Tara? Time, they're time-tumbling these magicians. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, like Aaron was like, I can't believe these lyrics like this exact what you what we were just all talking about, how they're appropriate for the time. Like when you go to a show, whether you're on something or not, they are always talking about your night or your week or your month or the last six months. (laughs) Like, what do you think that is, Tara? And how do you think it gets into our consciousness the way that they that it happens? Yeah, well, so music and when you hear the spoken word, it's all vibrations. And so, like, I speak the language of fish and I understand it and I relate to others that speak the language of fish. So their music is always speaking to me because even if they don't even say anything, like, I know that the words are like, oh, my gosh, that is about what's happening right now. But even if they didn't talk, I still understand what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not, it's a, so it's a, it's like, like a, um, almost like a, I don't know, like a flag that you recognize. You're bilingual. Yeah. You speak English <laughs> yeah. and I speak fish. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and you find people yeah. from your country that speak the language that you speak. I like that. That's a really cool way to put it, man. That I've never heard it put like that. That's rad. And yeah. Like some people speak the language of country. <laughs> some yeah. people speak the language of heavy metal. Like sometimes you can speak all the languages. Yeah, and that's that's um, the yeah. beauty of it. That's the beauty of music and the way that we can communicate non-verbally through this weird frequency that we're all connected to is really special and amazing. And it's just cool to me, Tara, that like, and we've talked to um, Jay Blakesburg recently and Kim Ock and a few other people and like, People that found this thing that they love so much and then found their place in the scene that and and started contributing to it. You know what I mean? Like the scene welcomed them in and then the thing that they were passionate about became their their livelihood. Like selling blow pops or grilled cheeses. Right. (laughs) But on a really grand scale. And and then you become the person that is um what's a way to put this? You become the person that is offering a place for someone to come into. And that's a weird uh, flip of the script because we were the ones going to the show. You know what I'm saying? And looking for a place to go. And now here you are offering retreats for people to go so that they can feel that feeling all the time. Have you ever thought about that? Like how the script is flipped? I haven't, but now I have goosebumps all over. So, and that's like when I know that something is true. Thank you for putting it like that. I never thought of it. It's, it's a trip like to, to realize that like you have, um, done something that has resonated with the frequency of this thing in a real way and that people are hearing it or feeling it or participating in it. And now you get to offer that thing to people and it's a rad thing and it's a responsibility and it's humbling and it's exciting and it's, you know, it's all that stuff. And I'm just like, for me, and I know these guys sitting here, like it's, it's the most fun thing that you can imagine, like being a part of it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I man. feel really, I feel, I feel really emotional. Oh, <laughs> Thank good. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You should, because I like, like Apple said earlier, like we were just kind of like poking through and just checking out like what you do. Like you mentioned briefly, which we should definitely plug and talk about a podcast um, that you're doing with Haley and retreats and, and I'm, a rap group. I'm very curious about, uh, you just did it last night. I have to go listen. You, oh, with Reed you were, Yeah, Reed and, is one uh, of our Matt. favorite people we've interviewed and got to know. Yeah, with Reed and Matt, the what the F is happening. Yeah, so can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about like some of the stuff that you're doing um, on your Instagram, on your website, and your life to kind of, you know, bring all these elements that you have together? <laughs> yeah, so... What's that is happening? I just like, I was seeing all these live streams and I was loving the live streams, but I was like, are the musicians getting to talk about like what the fuck is happening right now and how it's affecting them and, or maybe even what good has come out of it for them. Um, so they just have an outlet to talk about it. And I just noticed that wasn't happening. And for years, um, as part of my coaching programs, I would interview um, musicians. And even when I wrote for the Huffington Post, like, this is the kind of questions I would ask them. I, I don't know how to talk about music. I mean, I know how to talk about music, but I don't know the technical things of music to talk about, but I know how to talk about life and um, inspirations and different things like that. Um, so I was like, I want to do a kind of a show that um, is all about that. That's kind of like hanging in the green room, but inviting people to like come mm-hmm. hang out too and talk and ask questions. And I woke up the next morning and saw Reed's face. And I texted him and I was like, hey, I have this crazy idea. Do you want to be a part of it? And without hesitating, he was like, whatever it is that you're doing, I'm in. And he is, was so mm-hmm. excited about it. And so then I texted all my musician friends, um, asking them if they wanted to be guests. And then um, reached out to someone else about having it happen. And while I was like on the phone with her, I got all the text back from everyone saying they were in, which is when I knew that musicians really wanted an outlet be able to talk about it and so we created what the f is happening heck yeah congratulations good job (laughs) well well done so it was that the first one last night or is no that was our so the first one we just did reed and i and then the second one was with rob compa from dopapod and then yesterday was with matt butler um, from everyone orchestra and so yeah we're doing them once a week it's such a trip that it was reed and matt butler like we went, we, we yeah. went and saw pigeons uh, here in Portland before all this happened in February. The twenty eighth, and uh, was that Matt, our last concert? I think so. Yeah, Matt came out during the show, and my nickname is the conductor, right? And yeah. I, I had never seen everyone orchestra, and I had never seen Matt do his thing, and I had this like, mo- you know, those moments in life when your stomach drops and your body gets cold and like, you know, that truth is happening to you at the moment that it's happening. Like yeah. I, I had one of those happen watching him conduct the jam. I, I, I turned to Mel. I was like, I need to be doing that. And it was just like this wave. And after like, once this all started, one of the first things I did, I set up one of those lesson face hangout things with Matt and just because I had to tell him like, look, dude, you don't know me from Adam, but I need you to know that this happened. And I just want to say thank you. That was it. And then other side of that, 
Reed is like the, out of the everybody that we've talked to, I think Reed is our collective favorite person. That he's our show crush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I look and I see best. Matt Butler and Reed and you, and I was like, "Oh shit, I can't wait to talk to her. It's <laughs> gonna be fucking cool." <laughs> so yeah, good on you, man. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah, I was, I'm really excited about that. And then um, the podcast is with Leah Taylor, and she's a person has a PhD in live music being medicine and our podcast is called health hugs and rock and roll and our whole talk is about how rock and roll being medicine for people wow right on and um, is yeah. there is there episodes of that out now no so we're actually practicing on monday <laughs> um and we have our first guest but i don't know if i'm allowed to announce it yet since it's a really big one and i'm really excited um and we're gonna be on osiris also oh shit really yeah. Oh, awesome. Fuck. Welcome to the Hell family, yeah. man. That's right on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Thanks. don't fucking practice. Just go for it. Fuck it. What do you got to lose? <laughs> do it live. <laughs> do it live. Don't practice. I. <laughs> yeah. I guess we, she just got a new microphone that she never used, so we just want to <laughs> make sure that it works. Yeah, Check. yeah. yeah make sure your shit works. Okay, yeah. I take it back. Yeah. Practice. Go ahead. So. Yeah. When all this ends, do you have anything big planned for post-quarantine that you want to talk about? Um, well, I definitely want to hug everybody. Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a plan, but I'm definitely really excited for that. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be able to host retreats again and have people come together in that way. Um, I have a retreat center that's in Vermont called This Wonderful Place. And I'm just looking forward to having people be able to come there again and have exciting, intimate music experiences and hopefully go to Costa Rica again next year. But you never know yeah. how that will be. Um, we shall see. Yeah. And I'm also, um, I'm working on doing some retreats that um, revolve around live music experiences. Um, so like if Fish goes to Mexico last, next year and we can, we're all allowed to go there. Um, we're going to do some things where after it's going to be like a post festival integration retreat. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of dive into that too. Um, and I'm working on a book that has to do with that with Leah as well. Um, when do you so sleep? Book tours. I actually sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really funny. I was like telling someone once I was like, yeah, I sleep like, you know, probably 10 hours a night. And then I usually take a nap and they're like, are you a baby? <laughs> what are you doing? No, man, you're my hero. That's me too. So it's, yeah, I, I think if I listed all this shit that we were doing, it would sound kind of the same, but yeah, there's not enough hours in the day to do all the stuff. I think that, that I there's do. a lot more time than we give ourselves credit for. Like I really do like now just with the quarantine and seeing how much time, we literally actually have an hours during the day, like 45 minutes can be a super long time. Mm, you can true. make bread in 45 minutes. That's true. That's like, there's a lot that can happen. So <laughs> I, like, I like that. Exactly. You can make, <laughs> you can bread. make bread. Well, cause yeah. bread takes a long time. Yes. And so like you can come up with an idea and text a bunch of people and get responses and make a post. And now Dune, you have a show like there's a lot. So 
kudos to you for knowing how to occupy your time positively and spread it, you know, spreading that brightness out into the community. That's really rad. Thank you. Yeah, I, I work like I get ideas and I take action right away. Like I'm really fast. Um, and like if you see my list, I have this like notebook that says today and I write things I get to do today instead of things I have to do. And I write all the things. And when I have that list, I'm just like fire of like getting them all done. Um, so I actually like don't even have to work that many hours because I'm really like effective and efficient in what I'm doing. Well, is that something that's that's just a personal thing or did you learn this? Is this something that was cultivated? Um, I mean, I just think I've been working for myself for so long. Actually, at first, it definitely wasn't like that because I thought that I was supposed to sit in my office room for eight hours a day, just like like a nine to five. And so I would just like sit here and then I'd be wasting my time and surfing on the Internet and doing things I think that people (laughs) probably do when you have to sit in an office from nine to five and you don't have... (laughs) eight hours of work to do. Um, so then I started realizing that that wasn't an effective use of my time at all. So I started being like, okay, I'm just going to like from 10 to 12, I'm going to like rock my list and see how much stuff I could get done. And I found out that I could get everything done in that amount of time that I was taking eight hours to do. Wow. And also if you know that you don't have to sit in an office for eight hours and you can get everything done in two hours, then why wouldn't you? Cause then you could have, you can go to yoga and like do all the other things that you want to do. You can have fun after yeah, that. You, you can yeah. re- literally use your time. Yeah. It, for fun. You know what? You know what, man? If seriously, if there's anything we could do to help, all you got to do is say the word. We're, we're family and, uh, you know, we want to help out too. So if you need anything, let us know. And if you got anything that you want help promoting or, anything like that you're part of the family so just let us know oh yay i need so much help so that would be great okay yeah just say the word man (laughs) and and same goes for you like any anything hey maybe i feel like there's some sort of collaboration because i love like working with people for with things so there's probably something there so we can talk about that further yeah Yeah, yeah. there's always something there tara tara i i really do appreciate you you know what like seeing what you do is, is really inspiring on for me. And what you said today makes sense to me. Like you do speak my language and the thing about like bringing the magic home and having to be intentional with your clothes and the music and when you're listening and I, I, I'm going to take that to heart. Um, so thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's, that's really wonderful and nice to hear because sometimes I don't know when you're putting stuff out all the time, I never know if anyone's paying attention or listening or anything. Well, you and said so it, it feels early really on. nice for you to reflect it back to me. Yeah. yeah. You said it early on that if it was just for one person, then it's worth good it. enough. It's worth it. And it's true, Tara, like one person, it's all we need. And so thank you for putting that life of all in Aaron's head today. Cause yeah, I needed it. Yeah. Today. He definitely needed it today. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Last couple of days have been thank like, you. Rah, 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 fucking quarantine. <laughs> so thanks, man. Hey, and like, I have those days too. They're still going to happen. And that's, what's great about having a community of people that love you, that you can reach out to yeah. when you're having those days. Right on. Thanks for giving us your time, sis. I, I appreciate it a lot. Mm, thank you. 
All right, we'll talk. Thank to you for you. having me yeah, so much. Man. I love you. I love you all so much. Love Aww, you too. Yeah, thanks. And we'll have to, like you said, we'll have to stay in touch. Talk about uh, some kind of collaboration or something. And then when this is all over and we're all going to shows again, we will get a meet in person someday yeah. and hug. Yeah. Say to everybody, <laughs> what you said too. That's the thing. I am a total hugger. I got in trouble as at work today, and a regular came in, hadn't seen in a while. He didn't care. I didn't care. It was like, dude, we gave each other a hug, and everybody, it was like, screech on the record. Everybody, I was like, oh, shit. you touch another human. I miss hugging people. I I especially hug people that don't like to hug that much, because they're the ones that need it the most. (laughs) I do. Yeah. You're funny, dude. Well, oh, and um, I also I have a Patreon page, and I actually like ev- almost everything on it is free right now, and it's all about like just a whole bunch of exercises and different things on maintaining the magic and your uh, live music and your everyday experience, and it's just on Patreon, rocking life online. Cool. So awesome. feel free to check that out. There's yoga classes, there's dance parties, there's like there's everything there, and it's mostly all free right now. And la- last question before we leave. What's your special favorite fish song that you made, you know, sparked magic for you whenever it was? Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about the April, May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville. Our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Yeah, Sleeping Monkey. <laughs> right on. All right. Okay. <laughs> My favorite song. She's like Farmhouse. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bouncing around the room. Right. right? <laughs> All right. Oh, I do. I, I do love that song, though. It's oh, yeah. Monkey, like, I like Farmhouse. It gets me every time. Yeah, I love Farmhouse, too. I live in a farmhouse. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right on. We'll talk to you soon, Tara. Take care of yourself. Be safe, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. You You're welcome. Bye. Bye. She's rad, man. Uh huh. She's super digger. sweet and super fun. It matches it. Yeah, you go look Full at her Instagram. Instagram, everything's her. colorful and happy and Instagram fun. is the un Instagram. Okay, it's the Instagram. It's the Instagram. It's it's the one that's under Instagram. If you dig, no. yeah, that's a super fun, positive, happy person. You can Absolutely, yep. feel it through the outer waves. You can. You could feel the vibe. That's what it's all about, man. Like, I, I love that. I love that like when we do an interview like this and you can't see the person and then all of a sudden you could feel the vibe come in the room. It's like, oh, okay, they're here mm-hmm. with us. Cool. Sweet. This is going to be a great conversation. Like, I like that. When yeah, that she brought her own rockin' vibes. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, follow everything that she does, you guys, uh, at Rocking Life on Instagram. And like she said, she's got the Patreon. And um, that's yeah. cool. She has a lot of the Patreon stuff for you right now and right mm-hmm. for everybody. So, yeah, we're going to take off, and I'm going to go make dinner. And what are you going to do, Mel? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I I have... Yeah. I Ooh, have that. Ooh, the, the, wait, I didn't think about that. The world is my oyster. You have some free moments. How you are you going to 38 minutes before we have a Zoom party with our daughter. Oh, that's right. We're going to Zoom it up with Sydney and Adam, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, 
I, I'm just, I had all these days off. I did so many things that I wanted to do. I treated myself. I played. I did work. I started a garden. I spent time with you. Like, I got I every, built an airplane. I, I mean, learned. everything I wanted to do. So I have a couple um, collages that I'm going to send out to the family that I'm going to start and finish. And um, I'm just going to spend time with myself and my, my family. Sweet. My, my no simple about you, family. Apple. Hi, I'm going to continue. Last night, I had a really night. I talked to one of my, uh, my cousin, Ashley. I hadn't talked to in a long time. I talked to my aunt Denise. I talked to Adam's dad. I was doing a lot of talking. I'm going to follow up with, with, with them. And uh, actually, before that, I'm probably going to take a nap. I'm, I had to go into work again today to prepare for Monday. I'm exhausted. Treat yourself. <laughs> All yeah, right. yeah. You exhausted. guys out there, that's An evening the- of chilling and what. Leisure. That's yeah, the I'm in my jammies. You put on those slippers and those jammies, right? That's as important. It's important, like Tara Lee was saying, to like dress. You know, just because you're at home doesn't mean you can't dress up and have fun. Yeah, Mel's the, the best day, at it. Mel's <laughs> in costumes like all the time. The other day, um, Ryder, it was his turn to cook, and he decided to have a dress up day. And it was a weird day. Nobody felt like doing it, but. I put on my cute little robe and my funky hat and came out and it was so fun. And I encourage you on the heels of Tara to like do something fun, dress up cute, like put a suit on. When was the last time you saw your man in a suit or your woman in a nice dress? Like just the visual of that is like, oh, or put on your festival gear. Yeah. And make slurpees. What, yeah. whatever you you're, suit, whatever you're feeling make, what, a, make a suit out of a contractor bag or something get creative the point is 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 <laughs> dress to be dressed to have fun and like have fun like have a good time have a party for no reason have a quarantine party and then when you're done with that don't forget to put on your comfy jammies and just Hell hang yeah. loose and relax all right yeah. so there you have yeah. it we have filled up have your the evening. gamut yeah there's so <laughs> many things so much room for activities <laughs> we love you guys take care of yourselves we're here for you. We'll be back next week with more stuff and things. We stuff love you. and things. Stuff and things. Stuff not and just things. stuff, not just things. Stuff and things. What the hell was that? I don't know. Okay. It was a spring. Wash your hands. Bye. Stay safe. Feed your dog. We love
Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.